Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. My name is Rick Neitzel, and I'm an Associate Professor of Environmental Health Sciences in the School of Public Health. I've been working along with many, many other faculty and staff uh, to try to come up with plans that ensure we're minimizing risk associated with COVID-19 for the fall semester. And I'm actually quite pleased with how things are coming together. We are certainly facing an unprecedented challenge in bringing people back and again, ensuring that we're minimizing any risk that they have of infection. So the work that's going in is difficult. We're facing challenges that none of us ever expected to be facing. But the good news is I think we're coming up with some very creative strategies to ensure that people still get the content they need, the experience they want while minimizing risk. Certainly universities are unique in that we have a a broad variety of activities that happen on campus uh, beyond just academics, of course, research, sports, etc. But at the end of the day, the approaches that we use to reduce the risk of transmission of the virus are pretty universal. So things that we've already been practicing, things like wearing a mask, uh, maintaining six feet or more of social distancing, avoiding groups of people, all of these things are relevant for businesses. They're extremely relevant on campus as well. So uh, the activities that people have already brought into their lives and hopefully adopted as behaviors are ones that are going to benefit us on campus as well. Perhaps one of the most important things we can all do is observe and maintain appropriate physical distance. So being on campus, of course, there's always this desire to be in a group, be in a party, go out to some social event. We can still do those things, but we have to be very conscious about not getting too close to people. So again, hopefully that's behavior that people picked up several months ago, if not by now, and will maintain through the fall uh, and winter semesters. Uh, Likewise, wearing a mask. So this is something that we know is incredibly effective, uh, not only at protecting you, but even more effective at preventing you from infecting others if you're asymptomatic or unaware that you're infected. Uh, So those are two critical behaviors. Again, we have to think about how we structure uh, the class environment. We want to make sure that we are, as we say, de-densifying environments so you're not forced to be within six feet of others. Uh, There's going to be other uh, activities that we engage in. There's going to be signage on campus to remind us of all these things because, of course, maintaining good behaviors can be challenging. So we want to remind people that that's the expectation. So all of these things represent kind of a suite of approaches. No one of them is going to fix the problem, but what we're trying to do is sort of stack these individual practices on top of each other, and each individual layer that we add is going to further reduce the risk to each individual and to the university community at large. These are challenging times, and things certainly are going to feel different in the fall. I I don't want to downplay that in any way. As a professor uh, who takes great pride and and pleasure in spending time in the classroom, the environment in the classroom is going to be different. We're not going to have as many people in the classroom. We're going to be physically distant from each other. That's going to change the way that I interact with my students. It's also going to change the way that the students interact with each other. But I think those changes can be made in a way that will 
will still preserve the learning environment. It's still going to be uh, an enjoyable place, hopefully, to come and, and learn about interesting new things. We're also going to see changes in terms of maybe how we enter and exit the classroom. So what we're trying to avoid is a, a giant cluster of people tr all trying to get in through one door at the same time. So having a little bit more structure in how we exit and leave, it might feel more like boarding a plane than going into a classroom. This might feel unusual the first few times we do it, but it's going to become second nature eventually. Other things we're going to see. So of course, most of us remember being on campus last winter, uh, walking around with no mask on. Now with the president's new policy on mask usage, virtually everyone on campus, except perhaps those who are exercising and physically distant from others, are going to be wearing masks. Again, that's a change, but it's a change that's going to benefit all of us in terms of improving public health. We're also going to see changes, perhaps uh, not having such easy access to cafes that all of us have enjoyed hanging out in. Those are enjoyable places, but they do unfortunately represent maybe a higher risk of infection spread. So resources and facilities may be um, accessed in a, a slightly different manner. It's going to feel different in the classroom, but the bottom line is we'll still be delivering a, a top quality education, and there's still going to be plenty of opportunities for people to interact socially and academically. On the student end, uh, students are being asked to basically pledge themselves to the Wolverine culture of care, basically acknowledging that all of us have a responsibility to take care of ourselves, but take care of the community in general. And so as part of that pledge, we're basically vowing that we're going to wear masks, we're going to maintain physical distancing. If we're sick, we're not going to come to class, uh, you know, pretty basic things, but nevertheless, we all need to be reminded about these. So students particularly are being asked to engage in that culture. But I would say that same culture applies to all of the faculty and staff on campus as well. So basically, we all need to recognize that fall and winter semester are likely going to feel different than they have in the past. We're being asked to do things that may be strange, probably not foreign at this point, since hopefully we've been doing them for several months already. But in doing those things, wearing masks, maintaining physical distancing, avoiding large gatherings, we are minimizing the risk again to ourselves and to everyone. So I I would ask each and every person coming to campus in the fall to keep in mind that they as an individual can make a, a huge difference here. One infected individual not uh, following the, the rules and the protocols could potentially infect many, many people. Uh, that would be a devastating event that we're trying to avoid. So uh, keeping in mind that really public health is our top priority uh, for the fall semester, sort of in line with delivering quality uh, academic education and research, keeping those things in mind is is critical. Again, these things may feel strange and different, but they are very intentionally designed to keep us all safe and minimize our risk so we can have a, a very successful uh, academic year. One other thing that people might see on campus that might be a little bit unfamiliar is the introduction of physical barriers in some cases. So uh, if you're going to a more customer service oriented uh, function on campus, maybe going to student services or checking something in the dormitory, you're likely going to see some plexiglass there. This is another way that we can uh, create separation between individuals and prevent that virus from being transmitted. An additional change that may be a little unfamiliar is for some spaces, 
spaces in the past that might have been freely accessible, maybe even 24 hours a day to students or staff, those spaces are in large part uh, probably going to move more to a scheduled approach. That's so we can manage basically the number of people in the space at any time, so we don't have a line of people waiting out the door. That may feel like an inconvenience initially, but I assure you it's designed to minimize inconvenience while also maximizing our, our risk reduction. So those are a few additional changes that you're likely to experience on campus. It may even be, uh, for example, that particularly during the nice months of the year, there may be, for example, tents outside that are available just for people who need a place to sit for a few minutes uh, between classes. So you have a place to go and are not all crammed into a, a small room just uh, counting down the minutes till your next class. Fall is going to feel different, undeniably. We have this uh, combined or, or hybrid teaching approach that professors like me are going to employ where some students will be in class and some students will be online. I think the faculty at large did a, a tremendous job in winter semester quickly pivoting from in-person to online teaching. That was kind of an emergency circumstance. We're coming at things in a much more thoughtful manner uh, for fall and winter semesters. Nevertheless, uh, all of us are doing this for the first time really trying to teach both uh, in-person and online students simultaneously. So I would ask students to be maybe a little bit forgiving, uh, particularly in the first week or two of classes as we work out some of the, the wrinkles in the process. I can tell you all of the faculty are working very hard over the summer to make sure their coursework is gonna be delivered in uh, as high a quality of fashion as possible. Nevertheless, there's always technical hurdles that come up, but we will overcome these. So that's one thing that I would suggest that people should accept expect uh, and maybe be a little forgiving of at the start of the semester. The other thing, again, is some of the changes, the, the scheduling, the physical distancing, the mask wearing, these things are going to feel perhaps unusual. I think very quickly they're going to become the norm, and it will just feel like this is how things have to be right now during the pandemic. I think we're all looking forward, hopefully, to uh, the subsequent academic year where ideally we'll have a vaccine and things can return back to normal. But in the interim, I guess I would ask people just to understand, even though you may not like wearing a mask, they are not a, a pleasant experience. I think I, I speak for many people. They make such a big difference. Even though you may want to run up and hug all of your friends when you first see them, we do need to maintain this physical distance to prevent asymptomatic spread of the virus. So I would ask people, enjoy yourselves, you know, live life uh, on campus to the fullest, but keep in mind that we all have this responsibility to preserve and in, uh, increase public health. There may be a few additional changes that you notice on campus. For example, spaces that you might have used as a common area to relax or uh, take a break in or, or have group meetings, those spaces may be shut down, again, to prevent large gatherings that could result in a, a super spreading uh, event from a COVID perspective. On the other hand, it may also be that some of those spaces that you think of as a common space have actually been repurposed as classroom space to allow a, a larger class to spread out and maintain appropriate physical distancing. So that's another change that you may see in many buildings on campus. You may also come to campus and think, well, uh, what about my exercise opportunities? So exercise, of course, is something that we always encourage in public health. We want people to be out either exercising individually or in team sports, but we want 
want to make sure that particularly if you're doing some kind of group sporting activity, again, that you're maintaining social distancing. So it's not that you can't go for a run with your friends, but you don't want to be packed in shoulder to shoulder. And you certainly don't want to be running right behind the person in front of you and breathing in any potential virus that they are breathing out. So sports, uh, exercise, all of these things are possible. They're just going to feel slightly different in our pandemic era here. And so while, again, I understand the temptation is going to be, let me get together with my my friends, my colleagues in a, a tight group here, and we'll have a, a long overdue discussion. We're not quite there yet. So we still need to maintain these public health practices, the masks, the physical distancing to in- increase everyone's safety and ensure that we have a very safe and healthy fall and winter semester. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag YouMishImpact.